it's funny because when I want to start like recording a podcast episode, I just pause whatever we're doing. Like in this case, I actually pause the TV to like start my podcast. But I think it's because all these thoughts are like going in my mind and I won't be able to like execute them in the same way if I wait it out. Hmm. Um, I just feel like if I speak it organically, it just comes out in the way I want to portray it rather than if I sit and think on it. And in some cases that works, but for this, no. So on Instagram, one of my captions was, what do you think is the most pressing issues of our time? And I actually had someone respond with, and I didn't get very many responses. Like the engagement's very low. So I think now people are just not even looking at captions. They're just going through. And this actually proves my point. I had about three responses and one of them was actually figuring out which Instagram picture to post. That was one of the responses on what was the most, what is the most pressing issue of our time. And I'm now starting to think maybe the most pressing issue of our time, and there's so many different ways to look at it, but I really think it's convenience. Convenience itself is one of the most pressing issues of our time. And I say issue because all things can relate back to convenience. For example, looking, on, looking at how do we maintain a sustainable lifestyle. And this person just explained that sustainable is something that will never run out. So, you know, we have an infinite supply of or an, infi- an infinite way to make use of that item or material, whatever it is. And so you have a lot of sustainable clothing brands coming out, sustainable goods, whatever. And they're not really sustainable because you can always break a cup. You can't repurpose it if you break it. They're, I mean, for clothing, it won't last you forever. Even this bag says sustainable, shops, shop responsibly, shop sustainably. And there's no way I could use this bag forever. At some point, it won't have a use. So, and, and the thing is, why I relate sustainability to convenience is they're so unrelated. But how do we incorporate sustainability in a convenient way in our lives? Because we do everything out of convenience, if you think about it. And especially today, especially in the state of the world, like, how, as they're explaining... We are using all of our land, all of the available land resource for planting and cropping and harvesting palm because palm oil is such a lucrative item. So we're taking away the land for our own convenience to plant on it and to extract the oil out of the palm because I think palm oil is used for like a number of things which I wasn't even aware of until this year but I mean we have food delivery we have uber we have grocery delivery we have takeout and pickup and boxed goods and clothing that can be sent right to your doorstep and so many things that we now actually spend money on in the name of convenience you know what I mean Like, it's easier 
to do things. It gets, it's easier to go to fast food restaurant because it's convenient. It's easier to get Starbucks than it is to go to a smaller coffee shop where you have to actually walk up and order and interact with somebody and make a decision on what you want, you know, from a smaller selection of items than it is Starbucks where you pretty much know what they have or know what you want and then you drive up and get your coffee and literally pay on your phone. I mean, now even mobile mobile paying, like paying with your phone, it's making paying so convenient, you know? It's making money transferring convenient. It's making shopping convenient. So it's like when you ask, why don't more people shop sustainably or shop small business or shop locally or get your produce or your food or whatever from like smaller vendors or from like, you know, um, like farmer's markets. It's because of this idea of convenience. It's so easy to go to a big chain. Kyla, shut up. Literally, this cat fucking annoys me. Kyla. So, it's easy to go to a big chain because they've made it so convenient. You'll find a Costco or a Walmart or a Target or a Starbucks or a McDonald's. You can get pretty much anything you need at one of those few places that I just named. Like there isn't anything you really can't find at one of those places. Like food, sources to live. I mean, you can literally get anything at at any of those places. So it's because they've made it convenient. Big business makes it convenient. But I just feel more like, like I'm shopping with more integrity. Like I'm helping somebody out by shopping locally and shopping small business. And that's why I like going to farmer's markets. And I like interacting with the people that you're actually knowing uh, they are putting their efforts, energy, time, money into the products that you're getting directly. It's a direct purchase. Rather than if I shop at a Walmart or a Target, I never know who's making my stuff. It's this level of like interpersonalness or personability, right? You're right there with the person that made your things. And then it's going through less hands to get to you. It's much more direct. And long-term, that is more sustainable. That is more convenient because it takes less energy, less time, less money, less resources to go through one person's hands, you know, and drive it in a truck and bring it to you than it, than it does to go from China, ship it over here on a boat, drive it from the dock to a distribution center, send those trucks to, you know, the big business, and then from the big business, stock it using more people, more resources and energy, and then coming to you. You pick it on, then you drive it home. Like, there's so many points that it has to go through to get to you. But when we shop small business, it's literally direct to consumer from the people that are making it. Unless, you know, it's like an intermediary person who is providing goods from 
some, you know, small woman-owned business in a very small country that doesn't have the resources to get it to America. Um, And then that's cool too. But I personally really like seeing the person that's making my stuff. It, It just adds this whole nother level of shopping experience. And for me, if I'm looking at somebody who's handling my food, who doesn't... Kyla, shut up! Who isn't like clean or they have dirty nails do you really want to buy that food no you don't want to buy it and this cat fucking does this like right when i podcast every single time Mm -hmm. but you swinging the water around doesn't help either make you more sounds so and shuffling your feet like maybe you should just sit down it's not funny it's really annoying so if you, if you don't know who's handling your food, and people don't even think about this, like who's the one that touched you know, my apples until they got to my table? You don't even think about that, but imagine you have somebody with really dirty nails with a ton of bacteria underneath their nails, or like they're just a very dirty person. You probably wouldn't want to buy food from them. So when I see the vendor in person, I can make that choice of whether or not I want to purchase from them given what they have and who they are, because I'm seeing them face-to-face. And that is the other thing about shopping small businesses. You're really making a choice. You're making the choice to support somebody's livelihood. Whereas with big business, that person shall get paid either way. Like, they're pretty much contracted. It's, it's, and they'll, they'll make their money through somebody else if it isn't through me. For small business, you might make or break that person's day that person's income or that person's goal or whether or not they can pay their rent or purchase more product or whatever it is um, or p- purchase more materials to make that product. So you're really making a choice and, it, and you have the power at that point when you're shopping small business and you know through local farmers markets and local farmers. But through big business, you really don't have a choice. You're getting whatever the fuck you get and that's it. So I think if you're more of a control freak like me and you just, you let this idea of choice and, and like peace of mind go through your brain, then you would want to make that change to, sh- to shop small and local. Um, and if everyone shopped small and local business, we might be able to wipe out some of the big business, you know? Like, we saw through this pandemic that huge name groups went out of business, like Sioux Plantation, or we're seeing Regal Cinema go out of business, or we're seeing, um, who else? One of those gyms, I think it's LA Fitness, I think they're going out of business. And that's, you know, so it's basically a big player in every major industry is going out of business. Or you're seeing a lot of storefronts close um, as a result of this pandemic. And that's because lack of convenience. It might not be convenient during a pandemic to go to a Best Buy. So that's why they're closing doors. Or it's not convenient to go to soup plantation where it's hard to take food out. 
because you have less of a choice. Mm. So it's really interesting how convenience and the ability to make a choice or a decision play a major role in sustaining a business. So yeah, I think small business is really important. And I, I'm happy to see more people are like jumping on the bandwagon um, and just becoming more educated about the impact we have of, as consumers um, on, onto the lives of these small players. Um, and they're not competing. I mean, there's absolutely no way these small businesses compete with big business and major players in the industries. But if we consciously made that choice again every day to shop small, then you're, you're doing something good for somebody, right? Like, I don't know. This, world, this, this country is really run on corporate business, which I hate. Um, so, yeah, that's my talk of today. Try to, to shop locally. Even set, like, a, a goal for yourself. Like, this week, I'm only going to shop small business. And it's really hard because then you, you start to think, oh, I can't, there's no way I can get this from a local seller. Um, maybe it's, you know, shop at a local or a small grocery, you know, market or in your local area. Or, um, you know, it's really simple to go online and find sellers of pretty much everything. So try to do that. I just like doing it in person a little bit better, but I mean, you're also supporting them if you shop online too. And that goes for anything, clothing, grocery items, um, really anything. So except phones is kind of hard. I wouldn't buy a phone off of a seller on Amazon or something or eBay. But um, yeah, I mean, Etsy is a good platform for small businesses. I don't shop on there. Um, I don't know, something weird about it, but I just think at least start with food. Like food is important. You want to see where your food is coming from. You want to see who's sourcing it um, and who's handling it when it comes to you. So maybe try with food. Maybe make it, you know, one day out of the week. For me, it's usually Sundays, sometimes Wednesdays. I go to the local farmer's markets. Um, I'll go to a couple in in one day and see the different things I can find. Um, So yeah, maybe start there. And then if you see like a sustainable shop for clothes or goods, um, you know, try that. But maybe get into the habit and I feel like you'll just feel so much more, I don't know, like you're living with so much more integrity and just you're actually helping somebody's livelihood. Not to say that when you shop at like a big business, you're not because somebody still has to get paid to, you know, get those items to you. Um, so I guess you could say you're impacting more people's lives, but this is more like quality over quantity. And I think in this case, we should pay more attention to that. So until next time.